Welcome to the ITT. Wait, 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 wait. Do you remember that sound? Welcome. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, I get like a visceral reaction to hearing that <laughs> dial-up tone. Oh my god, I can't. Yep, that ta- that sound was the key to unlock the door for every 90s child. I would wait forever for that phone. To hope that that thing would connect and if anybody picked up the phone in the house, that was like Oh, forget about it. Oh my gosh, World immediately War III in my house. Immediately shut down. We had a separate line. Eventually, we had a separate line. Well, you line. had to get one. Yeah, my mother retired from the phone company, so we had a free, you know, second and, line. Yeah, and you had to get on, like, before it was the busy time. Six o'clock. And, like, keep your spot because... Five o'clock. Yeah. The chat rooms would fill up. <laughs> the chat rooms. I was on so many chat rooms, and it was wonderful. It was so much yep. fun, and everybody had, like, fake names, and who yep. knew who was who, and... I met a, a kid from um, Ohio that used to send me... <laughs> Tapes of Dave Matthews shows and fish shows and stuff. Oh my gosh, what were we doing? I don't know. But we're here to talk to you a little bit about um about us. I you know, I don't think we've really talked about us and our interest in technology and what we kind of grew up just naturally kind of journeying through as children of the 80s and 90s and the early 2000s. We've kind of really gone through, you know, an advancement of technology. Yeah, it and I think for whatever reason, we really uh, were able to see it come from when there was no connectivity, you were just on your own personal computer or whatever it was, <laughs> to all of a sudden now being able to contact whomever in the world that you're interested in contacting. and With the touch of a, a screen, touch to, screen. I mean, you can look face to yeah. face at people. You can be in Zoom meetings with hundreds of people. In any part of the world. Yeah. You can be in your car now, like talking to people. I yeah. mean, what? It's, it's it's crazy to think about. Yep. I sent my first email ever to somebody in like China or something, like in fifth grade. Who even knows yeah. what I was doing? I remember my computer teacher was like, "Do you want to send an email?" And yep. I'm like, "What's an email?" <laughs> yep. And I sent it out, and you know, we we got the response response back, but. How awesome that was. I remember that. Yep. And now it's just like part of your everyday routine. When I was in college, Facebook came out. We had MySpace. Right. And then Facebook came out. And then everybody was connecting, you know, and stuff like that. But that wasn't until, I mean, that was like 2005, I think. Yeah. My, it was just for colleges originally. Yep, yep. And um, you had your to be college, in a college had yep. to be... But you're also, your college had to be like accepted into the Facebook, whatever. Right. So yep. I remember my college, Springfield's College, we weren't in there until like spring of 2005. And that's yeah. when everyone was like joining this thing. And it was, it was so. <laughs> what is it? Facebook? Right. What? You know? Right. Oh my gosh. Yep. Facebook. And again, now it's just an everyday word. I mean, it's part of our lexicon, you know? It's interesting though, too, if you think about when Facebook first started, people would write, you know, like almost like journal entries. They would write notes in there and all kinds of things. And now everything is so instant. You know, you got Instagram with just pictures, quick one second, Twitter, you know. Snapchat. I mean, there's not even, those things aren't even permanent. And I don't know if that's good or bad, you know, that idea that things are just there and then gone. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing is that now, even with school, you know, so, you know, we've looked at how schools have progressed into, you know, having a class set of laptops, you know, by the time you get them all going and this and that. 
And just, oh my gosh, those computer carts. Yeah. But I mean, back in the day, we didn't even have, you know, we would have one computer for the whole class. Right. I remember uh, the Oregon Trail on a floppy disk mm-hmm. when we got our first Mac and I was so excited to play it. You know, we were we were actually um, talking about talking about beepers and how <laughs> in high school, when we went to high school in 2000, we graduated in 2001. Haley, you had a beeper. I did. I had, well, I had a beeper that I shared with my, one of my friends because we couldn't afford <laughs> to have two beepers. They so were like we, $40 a month or yeah, something. Was, yeah. Yeah. So we shared the line and yep. um, I would get it sometimes and she would get it other times and we would have, we had this like journal of code that we could send to each other, but you had to like go find a payphone. you know? Now you can't even yeah. find a payphone. Yeah, no, we would have to pull over and you would have to go to the payphone to call back the number. Oh my Gosh, or go to, and if you were in the high school, you could go to the one that was in like the lobby. Yeah, maybe. yeah. But uh, we don't even have change anymore, let alone payphones. <laughs> I mean, things are so yep. different. I know things are different. We don't even put change in the meters, you know, and things like that anymore. Um, but in a way, it's 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 incredible how advanced we are and um, where we came from. And I think. You know, those of you listening that can relate to what we're saying, you know, I think I stopped at we, the we, like I got a we, um, (laughs) you know, but how many Nintendo systems I had Atari, my sister had Atari, Super Nintendo, Super Nintendo was the best one, you know, with Uh, Yoshi. That was good. But like Nintendo 64, where you could get the four people connected to that one console and you used to play 007 after school. Oh, yes. Yep. And split the screen (laughs) in corners. Yep. Oh, my gosh. And that was awesome. You just play for hours. But, and I yeah. guess, I mean, the kids do it now, but what's different is they're sitting at home by themselves with the microphone. Yeah, you just yeah. have to get together with yeah. your friends and play those games. If but you that want. was also like a part of our day. Like we would play for a little while and then we'd hang out, you know, or whatever. But, kid, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these kids are just all... Or you do it on a rainy day or right. something. Yeah. yeah. But now it's just constant. It's constant. You know, screens are constant. They're in our faces. We have iPads, uh, Apple phones. Chromebooks, laptops, TV screens. We have fire, st- you know, I mean, there's just tablets, things. There are screen, Alexa shows. There are screens everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. It, 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 I was just talking to somebody, one of my colleagues earlier today, actually, about, because um, the SpaceX program, they just, la- they just launched their first civilian astronauts just landed at this International Space Station. Oh, wow. And... Um, how remarkable that is that there's civilian astronauts right yeah. now in our lives and they're doing like these crazy experiments for the next eight days while they're docked up there and they're they're oh going to be God. doing like all these uh, different experiments but one of them that's really awesome <laughs> is they're going to be playing around with video like hologram calls so they're going to be you're going to be able to like be oh my god hol- like you're going to be able to like be in your space, yeah, but like not really you. So it's and like they're gonna call you and show you. you. Oh my god, that's that crazy. So awesome? Yeah, that's yeah. just one of the things. I mean, wow. talk about going from your Apple two C computer <laughs> using DOS. Yeah. And I didn't even have, I mean, we had an Apple IIc, but I never had Oregon Trail. I mean, I had to go to the library to yeah. use Oregon Trail and wait, wait until another yep. kid got up so you could play. Well, I was thinking about that and too. float, cock your, cock your wagon. <laughs> I saw this meme and it said, uh, it had an older chalk, woman. Chalk your wagon. <laughs> yeah. She had a, she had a, 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 an envelope and she goes, 
we used to put these in the mail like it was a Netflix, basically Netflix. And she goes, we used to put these in the mail and we used to have red box, you know, mail or whatever. And um, oh my gosh, remember that? And I remember going to the video store in college. I went to the video store to purchase, you know, a couple. And then if I had to bring one back or it was a game or, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah, you would rent the games, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so it's like, it's crazy because I remember in college I took a Microsoft Word class. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, we, t- we learned Microsoft and some of the syntax, right? Or well, yeah, HTML and HTML, how to write code yeah. for websites. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. I mean, well, we had word processing in high school. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you would have computer. I mean, I remember having c- computer time in elementary school. We learned typing. One computer. Learned- yeah. But then we in fifth and sixth grade, we had computer class. Um, right, we right. learned how to do like paint and dazzle draw yep, and yep, all yep. that cool stuff. Oh my god, dazzle draw! Yeah, dazzle draw. Oh my god. And you know, now every program's got some kind of drawing feature like built into it. But, yeah. Um, yeah. And then there was Marvis Be- Beacon typing or something at yeah. home. I had like the head system, and she would talk to you, and you would have to type. Oh, how funny! And, and like, you could earn things yeah, like stars. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, I remember typing, and now I can, you know, obviously type, but the kids, they can't no, type. They miss it's that. so bad, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I told them, just type up your poem today. I got to type this, you know. We were growing up with with the technology. So, like, right. every new thing that came out, you had to learn how to do it. Right. And now the kids have everything at their fingertips yeah, all at one time. So it's not yeah. like they're learning a little bit as they go. It's all right there, yeah. and they don't hardly learn anything. It's almost like you go out to dinner and you have your salad, your appetizer, your dinner, your dessert. These kids are just getting it all at once. Yeah, it's like you a and then you don't know what to do. And it's overwhelming because you're you like, wait, first. I have the option to eat dessert before dinner. You know, uh, so I would always do that. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Good thing you get dessert last. Yep, uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. But... But yeah, I can see why we're like, why don't you know how to do that? Yeah. How come you don't know control V is, is paste? Well, you know, but, yeah. but they yeah. missed that along the way. And that brings up the whole idea of troubleshooting because our computers, our technology was constantly failing. Yeah. We constantly had to troubleshoot and what can we do, you know, control alt delete or, yeah. you know, push that escape button or do a hard shutdown or whatever because things would always be freezing on us and yeah, there would yeah. always be like some kind of like virus restart or yep, whatever. Yep. You always had to be able to figure out how to get yourself back on track with the tech. And we didn't have Google. No Google. We did not have Google. That's a negative. We have so much information on these kids. We have at our fingertips that we could piece together, but it's almost like we have too much information. Yeah. We know what time they're on their computers. We know what screen is on. I mean, we literally, there is no excuse for not being awesome. You know, um, I was so, <laughs> so my students uh, today wrote poems. Cool. They were off of um, Amanda Gorman's poem that she wrote for Joe Biden's inauguration. Right. And they were supposed to take a line. You called it a... Um, a springboard poem. A springboard poem. So they took a line and then they built eight to ten lines off of it. I am so impressed with them and what they were able to do because of what they have experienced and because of really the the depth of you know who they are. Because these were really deep poems and I was really, really impressed with them. So... Um, the more like social side of these our students, they're yeah. kind of like... It's almost we're too techie sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... We're just kind of like, how do we get from A to B instead of like, what's all the cool stuff in between? Right, right. We're missing that cool stuff. Because the kids do have a lot to offer. Yeah. Um, but I feel like sometimes we're bogged down with getting through stuff or yeah. 
just kind of like the more practical side of things. Yes. And I even heard my seniors say today, oh, she put another assignment. (laughs) And I'm like, now these kids have Google Classroom, which is awesome for us organizationally (laughs) because we can see our curriculum unfolding in front of, you know, Mm -hmm. literally in front of our eyes right there. It's all formative, 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 summative, 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 or whatever. But the kids see it and it's in their face all the time and it must be kind of overwhelming now that I'm thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Because when we were growing up, it was like you have an essay and then the teacher puts it in their grade book and now they're power school and every single thing is constantly weighing on them. They're getting updates on their phone. Why'd you mark me tardy? It's like constant updates about what they're doing. Whereas I feel like that's not how we were living before and it was kind of like free and easy and now it's... Yeah. It's just this tremendous to-do list that they have all the time in front yeah. of them. And you know what? That must be kind of overwhelming. Yeah, now literally. I'm, I'm literally thinking about it right now for the first time <laughs> that you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. And they, when they open up Google Classroom, they see the little squares and then it will say the things that are due. So if there's two, three things that are due... You know, it's probably overwhelming. You know, even in every <laughs> single class, if yeah. they got seven classes, like whoa, mm-hmm. they have a million things to do. Yeah, missing assignments and yeah, things that are coming up. I mean, I remember absences. I had a planner in high school, and I would just jot down a couple things. So, like the one thing I needed to do that night was read pages twenty-two to thirty-three in my English book. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Now we're giving them like. We're yeah. flipping the classroom. We're like, watch this 40-minute video and then yeah. write something and be prepared for tomorrow. And yeah. that's just my class. Yeah. Oh, that's no. crazy. Yeah, that's just your class. <laughs> yeah. It, well, hopefully now that we've just had these epiphanies, we yeah. can help our students. Well, I'm actually going to say something to them tomorrow and be like, hey, guys, sorry about that. I'm going to try to be better. I was just sending out parent emails. And when you, th- if you think about it, if you're going through power school and you're sending these, you know, emails, they're getting them from a hope they should be getting them from a lot of teachers, but they're also getting correspondence from the town, from the, you know, the school itself. Right. And so there's a lot of notifications going home and it, it actually, you know, I mean, could be overwhelming. I know even just the, the emails that I get from my kids, uh, my own children's activities and stuff can be overwhelming. It's like, just send me one calendar right, you're getting with everything on it. You're getting emails for softball. You're yeah, getting emails for, for soccer. dance. You're getting emails for yeah. preschool. Like, what? In yeah. kindergarten? And all. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have to check probably about four different, you know, it's it's a lot of I'm different sure. apps and this and that put in the, this. Yeah, I mean, I, I we send out tons of correspondence with parents. I mean, that's part of our we have a parent communication goal. So every teacher is sending out emails to all the parents all the time. And they hardly ever respond back. I'm, you know, I'm looking at, I sent one out on Sunday. I got one email back from a parent. Mm-hmm. One email. And it was like a thanks for the update. Well, so I'm let's... thinking, again, they get a parent, they get a weekly update from our principal. They mm-hmm. get superintendent sends something out. The assistant superintendent sends something out. I'm sending something out. Oh my gosh, of course yeah. they're not responding to us. Yeah. It, so it's a lot. I mean, you know, I think it's a lot. <laughs> and the technology itself, you know, today I had them, um, they were doing something and they had, they, I said, oh yeah, just Google, Google Draw. They had no idea, you know, what Google Draw was. Mm-hmm. And I have, I have created, Google draw templates for them and put them into Google um, Classroom so that mm-hmm. they can just click on it. But they've never actually drawn in Google Draw. Right. I know. And we think, again, we're just like, don't you know this stuff? But yeah. 
they just don't know this stuff. Yeah. Uh, so again, it is our job to give them those those different tools, but because they are overwhelmed and they need help. Yeah. Uh, or even just organizing their, you know, the top, their favorite bar. Right. You know, so that they can have easy access to their, to their stuff. Some of them just have, you know. Oh my gosh. So we're talking about all these cool memories that we have of technology. And I just had this, we're just sitting here and having this feeling of, oh my gosh, what are we doing to our kids? And we love technology so much because like Alicia and I were just talking, everything was so, we were watching it all unfold and Everything was so new and cool and exciting and you wanted to try the new thing. Of course we wanted to try the new thing when we were growing up. But now these kids have all these things that are not really fun and exciting for them and from their perspective. And they're already old. Like we're yeah. like, oh, this cool thing, Google Drawings. But it's like, yeah, but it's been out for five years. And, you know, there's yeah. nothing new and exciting for these kids that makes them really want to be interested. It's just one more thing that they have to do. Yeah. It's and, a new thing. They have to learn how to figure it out. Right. And it's cool for us because, again, it's kind of like new for us and we like to learn, but right. they don't always. So yeah. what could our takeaway be from this that we just learned right now in our conversation, Alicia? I think the takeaway is that we need to integrate you know, new things that we use in our classroom. We have to be super mindful of these these technology tools and make sure that, you know, A, it isn't too cumbersome for mm-hmm. the student. B, is it enhancing the learning? Right. You know, is it worthwhile? Right. And then C, is there any technology that I have to teach, like, on the front end before I load this up into my classroom? Right. And the fact is these kids will have to be as good with tech as they are in their core content areas because it's part of the learning now that they're going to have to have these skills to be successful in their lives. So it is our duty to integrate this technology in a way that they're learning how to use it well um, and as a means to also understand our content. So the, so the question I'm thinking, I'm like, how am I going to teach technology and how am I also teaching SEL lessons that are kind of being, uh, you know, sent down the pipes for our, right. some of the core teachers and, uh, and teach everything else that I'm supposed to teach, you know, grammar, SAT prep, this, that, and the other thing. I think it's overwhelming for teachers, and I think until districts can kind of just recover from the pandemic uh, and kind of just recover from attendance, tardies, who's out, who's quarantining, kind of get over this whole hump, then I think schools are going to be in a position where they can start supporting the technology and the SEL too, but the technology a little bit more efficiently. In the meantime... I think it's just important for us to be mindful of of what these kids are going through. And I think we really saw that with the end of quarter three yeah. as a lot of kids did fall behind. And whatever that reason is, uh, we definitely don't want to overwhelm them and we want to support them. Yeah. Let's give our kids, you know, cut them some slack. And I think maybe just let them know that we're realizing these things, you know, that we're all in this together. And yeah, I mean... I feel so bad right now (laughs) I'm going to just be open and honest with them and be like, I'm completely being transparent. I know there's a lot of stuff going on right now. And 
You know? Your kids are good, and you you show They're them everything. Good. You create a lot of videos for them and support and stuff like that. Of course, and, of course. But I like today. and we give them class time to work as well. You know, of course. I, I just today I gave my students a uh, forty-one minute video about how to write a lens paper, and I'm picturing the kid in the back row right now. His eyes just was there. Were, he was like, "It's forty-one minutes," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, but you don't have to watch it all at one time." Oh my gosh! You have to watch it at home. I'm like, yeah. Oh, watch oh. half tonight and half tomorrow you know because we have black i only see them every other day but but it you know and they if they do appreciate it but at the same time it's it's a lot and it's easy for us to make the video and send it out then they gotta, yeah. then they gotta watch it yeah oh bless their hearts and again and you know i have a, a junior right now that's trying to start chipping away at her capstone so she you know i'm trying to help her what do you need me to print for you whatever but they also have that to do, you know, so even if I don't know if there is probably a built in class to support that. But, um, you know, kids need to use their time after right. school. But still, if they're putting in, I remember middle school when they would we would say about, you know, 20 minutes of homework per subject. And we yep. would try to help them out, you know, but um, but the reality is it builds up. And if it builds up too much, it could get overwhelming for kids. So you want to make sure that you check in with them and uh, just keep, you know, gauging and, and taking a temperature of your room with the with the technology that you are using. Yeah. Well. All right. <laughs> well, hopefully you learned a little bit and went down uh, the path of, of your memory of being a kid with technology. Yeah, we up. had some fun. Yeah, uh, you know. today was a good night. So, listen, we <laughs> next episode, next episode, we are going to offer you basic tech tips, okay? Right. We're going to give you some basic tech tips for those of you that might not be as advanced in your classroom. You may be advanced, but the kids are kind of not there with you. We're going to give you some help for, you know, supporting that and getting your kids, you know, up to speed so that they aren't overwhelmed in different options where you can take a temperature of your room. You know, I said that gauge it. Well, how do I do that? So we'll talk about that on the next episode. Awesome. And thank you. All right. Well, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Thank you for listening to the IT Teachers Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit us at www.vitteachers.com to find support for your classroom. There, you can send us a message and join our PLN. We'd love to have you on our team. This episode is produced by the IT Teachers. You can listen to us on your favorite podcast player. Our theme song is by Infraction. Infraction.